0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Happy holidays and Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope that you are doing well. Just had a really uh, entertaining show with Sean Salisbury. Uh, We talked a lot about the holidays and about his Christmas morning of 2014, where he picked up a homeless person on the side of the road and how that changed not only Russell's life uh the name of the man that Sean picked up that morning but changed his life and we talked a lot about John Clayton who passed away this year uh it was a really good show and if you missed it I really encourage you to go and check it out on YouTube live um my YouTube channel if you don't like that with Grant Napier uh an incredible incredible segment uh that we just had hope that you were doing well appreciate everyone joining us on this busy Friday everyone's running around and doing last minute stuff with the holidays and Kings basketball tonight, taking on Washington, Ryan and I will be on YouTube live right after the game. So we'll have our post game show the other night. We are now at uh, 22,000 and counting all the people that joined us on the various platforms. So, uh, grateful for that, grateful for your support and uh, we'll do it again tonight, right after the game. I want to thank not only you, I want to thank, uh, New Works Plumbing, of Sacramento. They've been with me from day one on when I started doing the podcast and they've stayed with me and we've branched out now to Listen App. We branched out to YouTube Live uh, and they have been fabulous. I also want to thank Fosters and Paws who jumped on this month and it's great to have them supporting us and everything that we do on these platforms. Go to fostersandpaws.org and then Zoom 80, you're going to be hearing a lot about the revolutionary new Zoom 180 flashlight. It's in production right now. And when it becomes available, you'll be hearing about that a lot. So thank you to everyone that has made this uh, journey possible. Thank you very much for all of your support, whether it's on my podcast. And today I had John Wood on from NBC Sports, a former caddy from Sacramento. He's had a tremendous, tremendous career in the world of golf as a caddy and now as a broadcaster uh, for NBC. So really excited for everything that we've got going on. And uh, I think that uh, we are hoping to broaden our horizons in 2023. All right, you know the routine. Uh, You can hit your hand icon and I'll put you on with me. How bad were the Jets last night? How about Zach Wilson getting booed off the field? What another disaster for the Jets. After Sam Darnold, and uh, now you have a quarterback that was taken second overall behind a guy last night that you can see why he was the number one pick. And I don't know how Zach Wilson is going to play quarterback again for the New York Jets. I mean, that's two games in a row where the guy's been just horrible. And the problem is, we saw Mike White with the same personnel play really well before he was hurt. I mean, then you get. Darnold taking out, or excuse me, Wilson gets benched last night. and The team moves up and down the field, although they couldn't score. They got in the red zone, were stopped on a fourth and two. It's
2: unbelievable. I mean, seriously. Incredible. So if you want to talk about that, we can do so. All right. Again, hit your hand icon. Give me your picks and everything
1: else. Boy, how about the weather conditions, you know, across the country? I have a buddy whose condo overlooks Soldier Field and he sent me a picture this morning and his message was it was even difficult going out onto his balcony to take the picture. Said the windshield was minus 40. I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? I don't need a picture that
2: badly. Get back in your house. I mean, stop it already. Minus 40 with the windshield. I'm like, come on now. Right. Incredible. All right, again, hit me up if you want to
1: be part of the program. I want to hear from you. If you have a holiday memory, you're going to be watching the NBA or you're going to be watching the NFL this weekend. Uh, I will be watching uh, the NFL with a whole bunch of games tomorrow, three games on Sunday, and a Kings game tonight against the Washington Wizards. Chris Stapps, Porzingis is officially listed as questionable. And so we'll see whether he plays or not. You got Bradley Beal. You got Kyle Kuzma. But this is a Washington team that has lost now 11 of 12 games. They snapped a 10-game losing streak in Phoenix. Then last night they were in Utah, and they lost to the Jazz. So it's three games in four nights for Washington. Obviously on a long road trip, Kings are much better, and they need to come out and take care of business early on in this game. Don't know about Porzingis, but Bradley Beal, we know about Kuzma. You know, they can both flat out score, and, but they can't do much of anything else. I'm talking about the team. All right, they're a bad team. They're one of the worst teams in the NBA. And then the schedule gets a whole lot challenging next week with a home-and-home home with Denver uh, and the Utah Jazz. So there you have it, Kings basketball rundown. Again, I want to hear from you. All right, now is your turn. If you want to talk about that game last night uh, in New York, we can do so. If you want to give me your picks, uh, we can do that as well. We have got uh, some big NFL games this weekend. The Sunday schedule looks terrible with those three games, uh, but there are some meaningful games as well. NBA, the standings now, you know, the Kings are sixth, but they are – it's amazing when you look at the standings. I love looking at the standings every day in the Western Conference because they change – so significantly, but Sacramento was 17 and 13. They're two games out of the top spot, which is Denver, and they play two games against Denver next week, okay? And they're only three and a half from being in the 11th spot where Golden State is, and they're only two games from being 10. So they're two games out of first, and they're two
2: games out of 10th. How about that for you, right?
1: How about that golden state is fading fast they get without steph curry i don't think they're going to rebound the lakers are going to be done without anthony davis so those are two teams i thought i mean golden state for sure i thought would be in the playoffs now could i see them going on an amazing run when they get everybody back i could but i think they're going to be too far back at the time i really do clippers are ahead of the kings the jazz right behind the kings all right let's get to Jerry right here on listen up jerry you'll lead us up here on this friday how are you buddy
3: hey grant happy friday sir same to you sir Grant, you know, you know i just want to say something here about the last month you know the jets and the giants were the talk of the town bro i mean uh, you know just funny how things happen like that uh, i just don't understand
1: yep jerry sports is very cyclical uh and you're on top one day and you're on the bottom the next day jerry and The Jets look like they had all the mojo, and then, you know, they go from Zach Wilson, who gets hurt, to Mike White. He plays very well. Now he gets hurt. You put Zach Wilson back on. He's been terrible. Now they have a couple of extra days. They play at Seattle in their next game. Probably White will be the quarterback again. But, yeah, I'll tell you, you can change in a hurry in professional sports, Jerry. There's no question about that.
3: Grant, do you think either team will uh, either make the postseason?
1: I do. I think the Giants will make the postseason now. Their win on Sunday night against Washington, I think, will get them into the postseason. But it will be short-lived because it looks like they would be matched up against San Francisco. And I think the 49ers would annihilate the Giants. Like, I don't even think the game uh, would be competitive. Like, the Giants' offense might – they probably wouldn't score. They probably would not score. Seriously, I don't think the Giants would score against the uh, 49ers' defense. I I just don't see it. Right now, if you look at the standings, all right, the Giants – sixth all right which means they would play uh san francisco now could san francisco finish at the number two spot ahead of minnesota they could and if i'm a giants fan i'd much rather play minnesota than san francisco speaking of that the giants played minnesota tomorrow up in minneapolis
3: grant do you think uh that the 49ers uh if they make it far in the postseason uh they can win at philadelphia
1: I don't know the answer to that question yet. I'd have to see the injury situation on both sides of the ball. I think their defense, not think, I know their defense travels. Their defense can play anywhere. Their defense would not have any issues going into Philadelphia and contending with the Eagles offense. I just still don't know enough about Brock Purdy in a big spot on the road. But defensively, yes, they would be able to stay in that game. No question about that.
3: Okay, well, let me ask you this then. Uh, would you think differently if Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback?
1: Yes, but I'm not also diminishing how well Brock Purdy has played, but I would because to me, if you're going to play in Philadelphia, the biggest key to me because you have such a good defense and you have such a prolific running game now with McCaffrey and assuming that Debo Samuel gets back is you if you don't turn the ball over to me, you got a 50 50 chance of going into Philadelphia or more and winning that game because I think personnel wise, you know, San Francisco might be a better team top to bottom than Philadelphia. I said might be. I don't know. That's why you play the games for.
3: And, Grant, uh, did I hear you correctly yesterday? You said you had over 21,000 people listening to your uh, postgame show just uh, a couple nights ago.
1: Yeah, now over twenty-two thousand. That's correct. On all three platforms, we are uh, uh, shown simultaneously on Twitter, on Facebook Live, and on YouTube. That's right. We had over twenty-two thousand. And for the people that didn't believe me, I actually put it on my Twitter account with a picture of the number of people that were watching, so people know that I'm not just making it up.
3: Grant, that is crazy. I mean, wow, yeah. twenty-two, almost twenty-two thousand people. Man, KHTK, Grant, uh, they must be just kicking themselves in the boots, man. I mean, it's crazy. You think?
1: Yep. I had had 32,000 for a post-game show that I did in L.A. against the Lakers in November. I had over 32,000 watching that night. So I can guarantee you that uh, that radio station in Sacramento is not getting 32,000 for any programming, any time of the day, anywhere. That much I can guarantee
3: you. Love the show, Grant. Keep up the good work, bud.
1: Thank you. You know, there's only one show on that station that is worth listening to, and that's in the morning, uh, and it's only because of Carmichael Dave. You know, there's no other reason to listen to that, that station. That's for sure. That's for sure. Speaking of no other reason to listen, how is it – you tell me, Kings fans, because, you know, I've been very open and very transparent about this, okay? So
2: I want you to help me out here, all right?
1: How is it? That the Sacramento Kings organization, and again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm calling it the way it is. How is it that the Sacramento Kings organization wants to be affiliated with
2: Matt Barnes? Help me out on that, please. All right? Help me out. Please help me out.
1: All right? Because I, I don't understand that. The guy is an embarrassment. Okay. Not only is arrest a record and the egregious things that he's done in his life,
2: but did you see what he did now? He called Wally Zerbiak of MSG, former NBA player, for his comments about Tyrese Halliburton, a bum ass mother F. How about that? That's the guy you want representing your franchise? that calls a a individual on another network covering another team, a bum-ass MF, that's the guy you want on
1: your team, your franchise. Matt Barnes is a disgrace. He's an absolute disgrace. He is a disgrace with a capital D. What a classless piece of you-know-what. What a disgrace. That's the guy you have on your Kings pre, half, and post. Maybe that's why I get so many people listening to Ryan and I on my YouTube live channel. Because why would anybody in their right mind, seriously, why would anybody in their right mind tune in at Kings postgame show and watch and listen to Matt Barnes? Ask me. Answer that for me, would you please? What a disgrace. How embarrassing is that? All right, let's get to Jay. Jay, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. How are you today, sir? Hey, Merry,
4: Merry Christmas to you, Grant. Ah, doing wonderful. Hey, um, I don't get to chat with you very often, so I'm excited I get to chat with you here on the um, Eve before Christmas Eve. So excellent. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer your question. Yes. I'm going to answer your question for you in, in one word incompetence. That's all that it is. Who, who's ever making those decisions is incompetent and should be fired i mean it's unbelievable that you have a, a an nba franchise that is putting out a professional product that has incompetent on-air personalities representing their team and they're not making changes it it, it it's a it's a mind boggler I, I just don't get it you know i, I because I, I i don't get the Sacramento is weird with how the game comes on TV. I live in the foothills, and uh, um, I have a very hard time getting the game. I, I, I'm on satellite, and the satellite co- wow. satellite company I have uh, dropped the Kings games like a year and a half ago. I didn't really worry about it because they were bad. Uh, so, you know, I would, I, would listen, right. I would listen to Gary Jarrell. I follow it online. But I I didn't get to watch a game. I was in Phoenix a week or so ago, and that was the first time I I watched a Kings game live with the Kings actual feed, and it was terrible. Uh, You know, it was embarrassing. You know, and we just ended up turning the volume off and watched the game. It was less distracting. But um, uh, Matt Barnes is a disgrace, and uh, it's, it's, it's pure and complete incompetence and unprofessional and, I, you know, anybody associated with that has to be embarrassed. And I, I would hope that this is not a Vivek decision. Um, if it is, uh, you know, he I, he even has less credibility than he had before, because it's it's just terrible. And, um, you know, you, you have now set yourself out to be the go-to uh, post-game show for the Kings. And I'm so, I'm so happy for you for that success. And I think that especially when you get to the, if we get to the playoffs or the second Thank you. half of the season and you start doing a pregame, I think you'll find that you're going to have the same success there, but uh, um, well, well, well done my friend.
1: Thank you, Jay. Have a great holiday weekend. Really appreciate your support. Thank you.
4: You too. And I'll, I'll, I'll send uh, my uh, NFL picks in over uh, social media. I'm driving, so I don't have it in front of me. Okay. All right, man. Have a good night.
1: No problem. Take care. Yep. You too. Take really care. appreciate that. Okay. Good stuff right there. Uh, let's move along to uh, John. Hello, John. How are you on this Friday?
0: I'm doing fantastic, Grant. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Hey, listening to you and Sean, and I, you know, I've said it before, I can't appreciate you guys' honesty, both of you guys' honesty enough. you know. It's guys like Sean thank that everybody you. should thrive to be like. So that, you know, and I've had some hard times in my life, and I've had Somebody guys not give me handouts, but perhaps a hand up at times. And I try to do the very same to anyone else that I, I see needs that too. So uh, he's just absolutely fully Thank commended you. for everything, you know, that he's done for Russell and so forth. Um, i wanted to get that out first and it's Matt Barnes thing, man. It pains me to even say his name. So the only reason I can see that he is on any broadcast is because people, someone's heads in the sand, or just because he's a local guy. Those are the only two, re- only thing I could see. And it's an absolute disgrace. It's an absolute it's embarrassing. Like I said, I don't freaking watch that pregame show. And I think J-May had just brought it up. If you're going to have a pregame show, that would be cool. And I know it's, it, it, it might not be simple to do at a second's yeah, well, notice, but man, if you do end up doing that, you're going to have huh, just as big a pregame show as your post game show and your post game show is only going to get more. It's not like it's been going down grant. This is, it's like inflation. It's going to go more higher right. and, higher, I and know. higher. And you need to be, <laughs> you need to be commended for all yeah. of your efforts doing that too, giving us quality content, which we don't really get, you know, which we don't really get. From well, I appreciate that. You know, if I, if I can get some more sponsors, then maybe
1: I'll entertain doing that, put some more programming on the stream. Um, I'll work on that. Cause if the interest is there, then I will do that. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm not trying to make this sound self-serving. You know, I would also like to make some money and do <laughs> what I'm doing all of this too. So, um, sure, but the audience, listen, when I, when I, if I can get over 20,000 people on a post-game show, if I start doing a pre-game show and can build up with a couple of thousand people and continue to build that, and then, yeah, I, I, would, I would seriously entertain that.
0: Absolutely. Well, hey, once you mentioned that on your post-game show, when there's 20,000, you know, when there's yep. a lot of people listening, all those people are going to tune in too. I mean, if they can, I mean, when they can, I mean, everybody's yeah, yeah. life isn't yeah, when I mean, they can, you know, yes. when it's in the cards is all like, you know, just yep. like me can't always yep. tune in. But when I can, yep. I do, you know, because I got your back. I, I want, I want to support you and I got your back and I'm, Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. It, it, it pains me to even say his name, so that's what I gotta say. He's an he's a
1: he's an absolute disgrace. I mean, really is. Can you imagine having a guy on your broadcast that is on video calling law enforcement uh, an effing f, you know, a gay slur? Uh, his arrest record, hitting woman. Uh, now he calls Wally Zerbiak a bum ass mf. That's the guy you want representing your team? What an embarrassment. Seriously. It's a, it's a it's a disgrace. It really is.
0: Hey, Grant, I'm in the construction industry, all right? I wouldn't have him working. I wouldn't have him working with me. I wouldn't have him have knee pads on and gloves and like that. And there's construction industry. I wouldn't have him dig holes for me. You know what I mean? I wouldn't want him in my company, representing my company. You know? I understand. And my I understand. And, you know, just... A lot like you were saying just a second ago about doing a podcast. Hey, business is about money. Your business is about money. Mine as well. And I would not have him yep. representing my business. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't care where the hell he's from. I got a question.
1: I've got a cash. I got a question. How come nobody in the Sacramento media goes up to Vivek before a game and says, "Hey, can we ask you a couple questions about about Matt Barnes?" Or how come nobody calls the executives at NBC Sports California? All right. From the Sacramento media, any of the members of the Sacramento media and ask NBC Sports California, why is Matt Barnes on the air? Seriously, how come nobody
0: in the Sacramento media does that? I think they're gutless, Grant. I mean, that or it's their head in the sand, too. They can't not know this. They're in the media. Their job is about news and reporting news. Not just that happened today, currently, but what has happened in the past. And, you know, I'm all for giving somebody a second chance, but look at this. Just by his post to Wally Zerbiat, Is that who you said it was? Wally? Yep. That is absolutely yep. freaking ridiculous. He, I hope he's not yep. on that freaking show tonight. I mean, it, not that I'm going to watch it, but that that's where my thing lies. And that's, you know, even in my industry, I wouldn't let him i yep. kick his ass off my crew. That's all there is to it. If I found out, you know, he did shit like that in the previous evening. John, Merry Christmas, my friend. Grant, Merry Christmas to you, buddy. I kind of want to get some picks in. Uh, Oh, sure. You know what? I want to take the Giants. And you know what? I I want you you to ask me three more questions.
1: Okay. Uh, Philadelphia, Dallas. You're a Cowboys fan. No no Jalen Hurts. Who are you taking in that game?
0: Isn't that like a seven-point spread? Uh,
1: Yeah, I believe it is right now.
0: Gosh, man, that, that is so tough to pick, man, because my Cowboys they either win by 20 or so or lose by one score. You know what I mean? That's just how it is. They are so freaking up yep. and down. i got to go with my heart, and I'm gonna, i i got to take Dallas just because uh, if they do win, I'd absolutely kick myself in the ass and just like Connor would, and I commend Connor for doing that as well.
1: <laughs> All right. Washington at San Francisco. I don't know what the line is off the top of my
0: head. Uh, it's probably San Francisco by 20, and I think they'll cover.
1: <laughs> All right, you're taking the Niners.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm taking All the right. Niners,
0: I think, there, buddy.
1: <laughs> All right, the uh, Miami Dolphins have lost three in a row. They're at home on Christmas Day against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Obviously, the Packers are getting some big points, but uh, what are you taking in that game?
0: Man, I've been taking Miami recently, and they have been letting me down so much. All I'm right. going with Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going with Aaron Rodgers on that one. I'm gonna try the pack. What's the number? You said okay. it's a pretty big number.
1: Uh, I We're don't have it in front of me because I wasn't right. expecting to do pit. Yeah. So just it doesn't matter. You just pick. You. Yeah, pick, pick. It does exactly. matter. But you know, I mean, just you're gonna pick it, you're gonna pick Green Bay, you're getting points, so you'll pick you'll pick the Packers.
0: Yeah. You got I, it, buddy. Hey man, I appreciate I appreciate that. It makes it, it makes it easy on me. That way I can just win it like <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm in last place. All right. Hey, I appreciate you. Buddy. Hey, I don't know about that. I don't know about it. you. Might be talking to the guy in last place. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I hear you.
0: All right, man. You be good. All right. Have a great weekend, and uh, I'll get on the chat this evening with you. Thanks for everything Sounds you do, good.
1: buddy. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye. This great. Oh my gosh. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills skills you can set boundaries it empowers you to be the best version of yourself and you know what folks it's not just for those who have experienced major trauma hey if you're thinking of starting therapy give better help a try it's online it's easy convenient flexible and it's suited to your schedule all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, slash grant. Let's get to uh, Eli. Eli, welcome to the show. Hello, Eli. Hey, Grant. How are you doing?
5: I'm good. Thank you. Awesome. Can you hear me okay? I'm kind of in a bad spot today. Yeah, I means... hear you really good, Eli. Okay, great. Yeah, well, I just wanted to basically agree with everybody about the Matt Barnes situation. I mean, I agree that it's a complete disgrace. And to answer your question, I think um, nobody's really asking those questions because uh, Matt Barnes is not very good at taking criticism, as you know, and they're maybe afraid he might lash out at oh. them. Like he did at you, right? Oh, he
1: would, he would, ask, he would lash uh, out at them. I can one hundred percent guarantee you that.
5: Yeah. Well, so then that's perhaps the answer that we have. Um, so it's it's very unfortunate, but I think I also agree. You should do the pregame shows, and you know the ten people that watch him will go down to zero real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Probably right. Probably um, right. So I had some- uh, I have another question for you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask you, are you able to share any insight on what your numbers were when you did the radio show, like your last few years versus now? Um, I know
1: that they were much higher than they are now. I could share it, but I don't have the data in front of me. And so I don't wanna put out wrong information, but I mean, my, my show was the most listened to show on the station. It was the highest uh, grossing revenue uh, period on the station, my show brought in more money uh, to the station than any other day part. So, but I, in terms of actual numbers, I can't tell you. But I do know it's nowhere near that way now. I can, I know that for a fact.
5: Yeah, fair enough. And are there any really competitors in the market locally? I mean, I'm not sure of any, but I'm sure you would know. nope um, there, not okay. not uh, not really.
1: I mean, the biggest competitor when I was on air, believe it or not, was KMBR. And I realized, Mm -hmm. it was interesting, my strategy, I very rarely talked about the San Francisco Giants on my show, even when they were winning World Series. And the reason for that was, Mm -hmm. I was going to deal in reality. And reality told me if I was a Giants fan, which I'm not, I would be listening to BR. I wouldn't be listening to Grant Napier. Why would I listen to Sports 1140 when I was there? Why would I listen to Grant Napier talk to me about the Giants when I can listen to their flagship station where they got... You know, they're announcers on all the time. John Miller calls in, Ku calls in, Kipe calls in. They're carrying the games. They got pregame, they got postgame. So I, I, I just said, hey, I can't, beat, I can't beat them talking about the Giants. So I'm going to give the fans of Sacramento that aren't Giants fans something else to listen to. So I always took that strategy because it, to me it was just common sense. But there's nobody in the Sacramento market that is worthy of listening to on Sports Talk Radio I mean, there really isn't there, I mean, I, I'm a big I, uh, Carmichael is a very close friend of mine. So I'm going to leave him out. His show is different anyway. His show is more not just sports. It's other stuff. So I'll put him on the back burner. Other than that, there's no show anywhere in the Sacramento market
5: that sports that is worth listening to. There just isn't. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. I certainly couldn't think of any. So <laughs> that makes sense. So so let me. There ask, isn't any. There let, isn't any. Yeah let, me, yeah, let me ask you, Grant, now that you've done this new media thing for a bit, like with YouTube and Twitter, et cetera, what are your takeaways so far on the new game versus <clears throat> the old game, like, you know, the TV radio versus YouTube? Where do you see the growth? And do you think that, you know what?
1: Yeah, go oh, the uh, oh, the growth is huge. Oh, the growth is huge. I think radio is going to be obsolete by the end of this decade, talk radio. Uh, podcast where it's at right now people doing their own broadcast is where it's at right now. Social media has allowed uh, anyone to become a broadcaster. But, you know, you still have to have an audience. You still have to have sponsors. You still have to be able to make a living. The things I like the most about this is first and foremost, I don't have a boss. Okay, I'm a I'm a one man band for all intents and purposes. And I, I don't say that with any slight to Ryan, who has helped me quite a bit Uh, on a couple of endeavors that we've done. And he's been great, you know, on YouTube Live. But for all intents and purposes, I've been a one-man band. I did get help with somebody in Sacramento by the name of Jeff Holden. Jeff was a professional podcaster and had his own studio right off of uh, Sunrise Avenue near Madison. And Jeff was great for me for a couple months. He would edit my shows. He would distribute them on the platforms until I learned how to edit my shows, how I learned to do all of that. And Jeff was great. But other than that, I've been a one-man band. I don't have a boss. I love the fact that I don't have a boss. And I also love the fact that I can work my own hours. And if I have a conflict, I don't have to worry about taking it off. I can just go, hey, I'm sorry. I'm not going to have a show today. And I don't do the show. So those are some of the aspects that I really like about it.
5: Yeah, well, sounds like this is the way to go. I mean, certainly if the talk radio scene becomes obsolete and this is the future, and it works out well yeah. for you to keep growing. Then ultimately, that seems like... Uh we're all better off for it, huh?
1: You know, absolutely. You know, the most important thing to me when I'm doing these shows uh, in terms of a uh, monetizing and having a chance to make money is delivering for my sponsor. So like New Works Plumbing, they've been with me from October of 2020 and we're getting ready to turn the calendar on 2023. And that means the world to me because it means people are hearing their spots and when they need plumbing, They're calling new works plumbing. And so the fact that I'm able to deliver for them, the fact that they've been happy with what I'm doing for them means the world to me. I've always felt this. And when I was doing radio in Sacramento, everyone knows I used to do endorsements for the home theater company, the diamond and Gold Vault. you know, Lexus of Roseville. I had Mr. Motorhome on. And then the last couple of years, I had Roy's umbrella and Roy today is truly one of my close friends Matter of fact, I just had a long conversation with him uh, the other day. And because of Roy coming to 1140 and having me be a spokesperson, his business went through the roof. And now Roy is branching out. Roy, by the way, is uh, the man behind the Zoom 180 flashlight. And I'm telling you, this is going to be a revolutionary flashlight. It's going to be unlike anything that you've ever seen before. And when this thing is mass produced and it's in production right now, you're going to want one and you're going to be blown away, okay? And so I'm now working with Roy in doing that and getting the word out, helping the market. I've got digital marketing going on with him with an expert that I know in Sacramento. This thing is going to take off and it's going to be huge. But again, the reason why Roy is is reaching out to me and bringing me on board with what he's doing is because of what I did for his company via the radio. And that to me is the most rewarding thing. And people, like the home theater company, Bill Schwartz is a dear friend of mine. Now I met Bill only because he started sponsoring my show in 95. I've done social activities with Bill. I go to lunch with Bill. Same with Lexus of Roseville. I got to meet the general manager, Patrick. Patrick has since retired. I would make a point to go out to lunch with Patrick once a month. We would sit down, you know, we'd talk mostly sports, but then I go, Hey, how are things going on at the shop? You know, how is this working? How's that working? What can I do? You know, to me, You know, business is about sitting down with someone, looking them in the eye, and talking face-to-face. Relationships. So every person that sponsored my show, I had a personal relationship with, and I made it a point that I was going to get together with that individual. I also, for years and years and years, did Petkus Brothers spots. Kevin Petkus and I would go out to lunch with uh, the gentleman from the agency, Marty, and we would go have lunch once every two months and we would talk about his business we would talk about what's working what's not working what can i do what what do you need me to do because to me i need the advertising to work for the people that are spending their money and i took that at i took that to a level where not only did i want to do the spots on the radio but i wanted to get to know the people that own these businesses i wanted them to be not only partners but i wanted them to be friends of mine And so I I worked hard at that. It was very important to me. I'm glad you asked.
5: Yeah, that makes sense, Grant. And I hope that those relationships are continuing. And hopefully this is, uh, you know, even more successful than uh, what you were doing before. I think as much as we all love having you here, none of us would be surprised if somebody taps you on the shoulder in the future and says, hey, you know, you have big numbers. Come work for us. (laughs) Well, you never know. We'll see. But right now, I really enjoy working for myself. Yeah, fair enough. Well, thanks, Grant. Have a good weekend and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Eli. Merry Christmas! Take care, buddy. Bye, bye. Good, good, very good questions there. Let's get to Connor right here on Listen Up. Hello, Connor. Good afternoon.
6: Hey, Grant. How's it going? Good, buddy. Yeah. In terms of watching the Kings' broadcast pre and post game, I mean, the only reason I would watch it, maybe I can't watch Saturday Night Live. I mean, I'll go to the Kings' broadcast to get my comedy because I mean, it's just an absolute <laughs> joke. I mean. I just go there for a good laugh every once in a while. I mean, it's embarrassing the product that they put out every week.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I hear, and I haven't watched it. But, you know, when you have Matt Barnes as one of your fixtures on your programming, then you have problems. I don't know why anybody – I really mean I don't know why anybody would turn on anything that Matt Barnes is on. I mean, why would you want to be affiliated with him?
6: Yeah, I mean, it's a great point. I mean, I don't want to talk about that anymore. It just puts me in a bad mood. So let's switch to the Giants. What do you – Give me like two keys for the Giants to win tomorrow
1: that's a great question uh, the The first key is running the football and possession of the football long sustained drives and obviously they have to have a zero turnover margin you know they, they cannot turn the ball over you know against Minnesota. One thing that we've seen with Minnesota is that you're always in the game with them you know they what are they what are they won nine games on the, you know, the, by by one possession, right? So that would tell me that the Giants are going to be in the game tomorrow if they don't turn the ball over. And what happens when you're in a game with five minutes left? You can steal a game. You know, really, New England should have beat Minnesota, but they didn't. The Jets should have beat Minnesota, but they didn't. In other words, they all they both had opportunities to win with the ball in the red zone at the end of the game, and they couldn't score. Why can't the Giants do that? So that that's what I'm hoping for. Again, it's going to be very difficult. Uh, I don't think I, I like the weather conditions being indoors. I think that is a real benefit for the Giants, uh, but the, the the matchup I don't like. I don't like the Giants' secondary on Jefferson, and the guy is just uh, you know probably the best in the NFL right now. I don't. I that that's a big concern for me. If the Giants can not get a pass rush, they're going to have a real difficult time winning the game.
6: Yeah, I was going to ask, like, how are they going to stop the two powerhouses of Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson? I mean, the secondary pretty weak and obviously the linebackers. I mean, I think it's going to come down to Thibodeau, Ojalari. I mean, getting pressure on Kirk Cousins is obviously going to be huge.
1: It's the only way you can beat that team with the Giants secondary. The Giants secondary is terrible. And the only way they're going to be able to contend is getting the Cousins. And, you know, Cousins is susceptible to making that mistake. So uh, we will see. I'm looking at the Giants injury report. No Shane Lemieux again, right? We know that Xavier McKinney is still out. And Adoree Jackson, who we thought was going to be coming back, obviously must have had a setback because he's been ruled out. So, you know, the Giants' secondary is going to be an issue. And if you cannot get pressure on Cousins, they will not win the game, period.
6: Yeah, I mean, I'm not expecting Kayvon Thibodeau to have another, like, obviously not going to duplicate what he did last Sunday. But, I mean, we're going to need something similar. I mean, it's going to have to be – Again, the Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley show, I mean, they're dynamic duo. I mean, they don't have many other options to go to. So it's going to have to be game. You grind it out on the ground and hope you can squeak out a win late. Amen. And then, yeah, Merry Christmas. Great show today. I'll be on the postgame tonight.
1: I appreciate you. Merry Christmas to you, Connor. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. If you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon and we will do it. And it is so great to welcome Al to the show.
7: Hey, Al, how are you doing? I hope you can hear me, Nate. Can you hear me? Yep, loud and clear. Oh, thank God. I'm sorry about yesterday. I don't know what the heck goes on with my phone. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm like, I'm like, okay. you I'm still trying to get up to speed with all this podcast thing with the Spotify. I finally subscribed to Spotify. The commercials were killing me. I mean, psoriatic arthritis. You know, the the, the Mr. World. Oh, and finally, because that's where I listened to you on that platform, and that's great. Um, just want to say real quick, I love the podcast with uh, John Wood. What a gracious uh, gracious uh, man he is. Great story, uh, he, stories he had and insight you got out of him. I mean, I was uh, think, thinking about how he was saying, you know, when he's caddying he's for one guy, he's focused on that guy's strengths, obviously, his, his club selection and what he's going to do. But when he's commentating – he's got to really dig down because he's got to know every golfer's tendencies as far as what they might use for this particular club for this particular situation. So that, and he sounds like he's just loving it, but, uh, that was a good, some good stuff.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you listening to it. Thank you very much. Uh, and I did see your email and, uh, I appreciate your words and everything else. So, Thank you. I enjoyed talking to John. I've known John for a couple
7: of years and he's a fascinating guy to listen to. I never listened to the golf hours. I don't really golf, but I used to watch it right. a lot more when I was younger. But I, I think if anything, you know, you have so many passionate uh, listeners. I think who inks Sacramento is so big on golf, you know, maybe something in the future, like a, like what you did on your show with the golf hour. But, um, to shine. With it. Yeah. I,
1: you know what I've, I've, re- I've reached out to Hagen Oaks and I've asked them if
7: they would want to sponsor me and
1: we could do some golf programming. So, you know, I'm, I've been talking to the folks at Hagen Oaks, so, you know, again, I'm getting to a point now where I'm doing a lot of stuff and, you know, again, I, I don't, this is not right. self-serving, but I need to start making some money. And, you know, if, if I'm going to do this programming, I need right. sponsors. And if I get a sponsor, I'll do it. Well, you
7: know, uh, you know, you got to pay the bills, so you know. I yeah, appreciate that's exactly it. right. You're so gracious though, with your listeners and in your fans, is because that's who you are. And I'll just say, instead of talking about Matt Barnes, I think Jay and I love Connor's take. You could watch Saturday Night Live. I, I like to focus on the podcast with Sean and and uh, and uh, and how he helped Russell. I mean, that's what I knew the story, and I knew it. And you know what? It reminds me. I still loved hearing it again. Reminds me of, there's an old parable that I keep thinking of. I tell this to my kids. I cried when I had no shoes and then I met a man who had no feet. And it kind of, I kind of think of that parable wow. as powerful stuff. Cause you yep. know, you think you got it bad. yeah. Somebody else may have it worse. And that's where I think, you know, like Sean speaks to so Russell helped him because he was kind of, he was in a bad way and maybe as Sean alluded to, maybe feeling kind of sorry for himself. But then he saw Russell's flight and, you know, it was uh, two, two individuals helping each other. And so it's a great story. I never get tired of hearing. I knew the story and that was good stuff. So it's Monday, day, great shows, you know, Thank happy you. holidays. And let me ask you, did Denise your holiday, you guys, Christmas day on the presents or was it a night before? Or? How'd you guys do it? Uh,
1: I'll, I'll, we did it a little bit of both. Uh, it just depends. A lot of, depended on my schedule, where I was traveling. You know, we did a lot of stuff with the Kings some days. Uh, there were years where I would actually fly out on Christmas Day. So it, it, all, it all depends. It just depended on my schedule with the Kings.
7: You're going to see the boys uh, over the ho- on a holiday? Are they gonna? Be no, to-
1: I'm not going to be able to see them. They're too far away. I'll see them in a couple of weeks. Down, right. So I'm looking forward to that.
7: You're probably grounded. I don't think any airlines can fly over the Midwest an, because of the, Yeah, that's another aspect of it. So that's an issue. Well, yep. well at least you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, uh, freezing in Miami. But uh, just if I could make my, my picture um, real quick. Um, I'm sure. going to go with the, your Giants, man. I, I, I think your key is you're talking to Connor. Just do what you've been doing. You know, Daniel Jones is is valuing the ball. He's really cut down on his turnovers and he's played very well considering he doesn't have some of the weapons that like a Tua has or a Justin Hurt. You know, he he's he's done well. He's really cut down on his turnovers. Like stay mistake free, run it with Barkley, control the clock and you know, keep it close like you can. And I think Thibodeau, man, some you know somehow your defensive coordinator is going to have to dial up some heat on Cousins because he's got eleven picks. You know, he's he's throwing eleven interceptions already. Sure, he yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah, yeah. get done. Well, that the, yeah, Wink Martindale—that's all he does. I mean, he'll he's going to
1: blitz all game long. So we'll see. You know, it should be an interesting game.
7: I like the Giants. Uh, I like the Lions. I just think they're just on a roll. I love them at at giving up. I think they're they're giving up two and a half. And I, and i gonna take the Cowboys. Correct. I think they, at home, I got a feeling they might get this one. If with men saw starting and I'll finish with, I like John's thinking SF is going to truck, uh, the, the Commanders. So that's all I got. Happy holidays to you and star and the family. Same to you. And, uh, thank you, buddy. You take care you of it. You know, me. my wife got COVID today. She's yep. doing okay. She was really sick, oh. but here's the thing. She thought she had a bad cold and cough and she had congestion but in a way everything there's there's a silver lining i i don't have to go to the relatives on sunday you stay home and watch <laughs> football all weekend and i'm going church
1: there you go, I'm there you, go. <laughs> you take care oh, of i'm Al.
7: going to hell babe take care buddy <laughs> oh my gosh
1: Oh my gosh. Wow. Let's get to Ryan in Sackdown. Al's going to hell. Okay. <laughs> oh my God.
3: Play for free at
1: LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: Hey, Ryan. What's up, buddy? Hey. Hey, Grant. Um, I just wanted to wish you and everybody else a Merry Christmas. I was going to chime in positively about the commentary, but the ice cream man is now here, so I have to go.
1: Oh, there you go. <laughs> Enjoy, man. All have right. a great weekend. You guys, too. See you. All right. All right, let's get to uh, Trent. Trent's next, right here. On listen up, hey Trent.
4: Hey, good afternoon, Grant. Um, did I did I hear you correctly? You need some more sponsors? Is that what I heard?
1: Well, I, I'm always looking for sponsors. Absolutely. So I'm p- trying to put the word out that I've got. You know, I, I'm in it, my shows now. are in a position. You know, especially you know on the YouTube platform uh, where I'm doing post game shows that are getting over twenty thousand people on a lot of nights. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm open for business.
4: All right. That's good. I mean, I, yeah, I, uh, I appreciate what you do with the, with your sponsors, with your, with your, uh, podcast stuff. And I got to listen to your John Wood interview. I'm, I'm, uh, excited about that. So hope it goes well. Thanks for all the stuff this year and, uh, great listening to you. And I love being able to call in and, and talking about it as well. So thanks a lot, Grant. Great. Merry Christmas. Happy new year.
1: Thank you, Trent. Merry Christmas to you as well. Really appreciate that. Everybody's support, everything else. Don't forget, after the Kings game tonight, I will be on YouTube Live. That's the place to be for your Kings post-game shows. Looking forward to that. Ryan and I will be there uh, after the game tonight. Thank you so much for everything. Your support, friendship throughout the years, and everything else. Uh, Can't thank you enough. means the world to me. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Have a fabulous
2: weekend, everybody. So long.